Hey, Michelle. Hi, Greta. How are you? Good. You had a really fun weekend. I did. I went to Lake Tahoe with some friends. It was my first time there, and it was so beautiful. Rented a boat. I drove the boat, and I was living my best life. Honestly, I felt like I was in The Summer I Turned Pretty or Happy Place by Emily Henry. That was just a vibe, and the vibe was immaculate. Actual fucking dreams. That looks, That sounds absolutely amazing. Lake Tahoe you is need to go. beautiful. I've been. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went I – went, um, it was just like a day trip situation. Um, mm-hmm. I did, um, what is it called? Not, what did it, why did I want to say canoeing? It's not canoeing. It's not paddle boarding. It's tubing? Not tubing. I did tubing. You did tubing? Even was I, it fun? Even though I don't know how to swim. It was super oh, wait. fun. Wait, you don't know how to swim? <laughs> yeah, it added an extra layer of a thrill to it. Okay, yeah. Keeps it, keeps it, keeps it, keeps it I was it like, spicy. I really don't want to fall off. No, that's so much fun. Oh, I love that for you. Um, I was still trying to fucking remember what I fucking what is did. It that you did, and it's not. It wasn't. It's not a canoe. <laughs> it's not. Not paddleboarding. Not paddleboarding. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. I love swimming. I love being like in the ocean. So yeah. it was a great time. But yeah, the person I was with did not have that great of a time. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, they were scared of water and they didn't want to go any deeper. And I was like, let's go. And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, whatever. Because the lake itself is so huge, it's mm-hmm. kind of like open water, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like not. You're, you're still in a lake, but it's a gigantic lake. Yeah, it's fun. I like. I enjoyed it. But it is absolutely beautiful. And if you have not gone, then everybody should go to Lake Tahoe. But just it's very popular. But at the same time, it's a little bit underrated. Yes, I feel definitely. like people don't come from like out of state, you know, to mm-hmm. like go to Lake Tahoe. That's not like mm-hmm. the thing. People will go to like Yosemite or mm-hmm. even like Sequoia. But Lake mm-hmm. Tahoe is like actually beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. The water. My friend described it as the water being in HD. But it is right. It is in HD. But <laughs> it's Chris. <laughs> but this isn't a Lake Tahoe podcast. Um, this is Racing Recap. We are a Formula One podcast. I'm Greta. I'm Michelle. And today we are going to be talking about the Belgian GP 2023. Granted, it's going to be a little bit sloppy and a little bit messy because it feels like a lifetime ago, but we're going to give it our best shot. <laughs> it was actually very recent, honestly. Sometimes we record even on Wednesday and today's a Tuesday. <laughs> So it should still be, like, kind of fresh, but it feels like it was so far away. I don't know. Maybe because it was a sprint this weekend, too. Before, obviously, we were working on our notes, Michelle was like, oh, you know, what happened during the sprint? And I was like, I watched it, but do I remember it? No, I do not. (laughs) So there's that. I didn't even watch it. I only watched the highlights. (laughs) There was no time in Tahoe. (laughs) No, but, like, I totally, I totally get and respect that. So, okay, the only significant thing that really happened during the sprint that I do want to talk about is Oscar fucking Piastri. Why am I an Oscar truther? Why am I an Oscar believer? All of a sudden, I think it's because he's doing better, so they're interviewing him more, and he's happy, so he's got more personality. This kid is funny. He's got such a dry sense of humor. Yeah, that's literally exactly my type of humor and what I love. So good. I, I don't know. He's just funny. Like, his personality is, like, sort of serious. Like, and But at the same time, he's not, like, overly cocky or anything, even though he's so fucking good. And you see that in, like, how he talks about other drivers and stuff. He's younger than a lot of the drivers. 
if not the youngest driver currently. But um, he also, like, the way he carries himself, maybe because he was a Formula 2 and Formula 3 champion. Like, this kid has the credentials to be there. So he's very much, like, kind of fits right in. I can see why they spent exactly. a crazy amount of money on him. Um, and... Yeah, I see the vision. Like, just I get put him it in a fucking rocket, and he will do incredible things. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> I think we're gonna see a lot of close competition between him and Lando for the rest of the season, and I'm incredibly excited for that. I think it's always very fun, very spicy when teammates are a little bit fighting each other. It's my favorite, <laughs> especially like higher up. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Because now they're in like kind of they're in the second fastest car. They're, and they're both so good. Yeah, sacrifices car before going on summer break. <laughs> so you know, I, it's gonna be. Like, How will we survive? No, truly, we better get some amazing content over summer break. But we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, speaking of freaking Oscar Piastri, um, during the race, he was literally taken out by fucking Carlos. That was a crime. I'm sorry. But honestly, okay. Like, let's talk about it because it was going to turn one. Things were getting very messy. We were going three wide because Hamilton was in front. And then Carlos thought, honestly, I think he didn't, he wasn't even trying to make a move on Hamilton, but he was trying to avoid the back yeah. of him. And then he locked up and then swerved across the entire track and pinned Oscar into the wall. Literally pinned him into the wall. And, like, on the radio, Oscar was very, like, obviously, like, annoyed and mad, which, rightfully so, I would have been so fucking pissed because Carlos kept on fucking going. And my favorite thing ever was when Carlos was like, oh, I think I have damage. And Ferrari's like, there's no damage. Keep on going. I don't see it. And then the, like, the commentators pan over to the side of Oscar's, I mean, to the side of Carlos's car. And the fucking, like, the whole side pod is <laughs> torn up. I was like... Is Ferrari even a fucking team? <laughs> Is the no damage in the room with us? It was us? so funny. They were just like, yeah, no, it's fine. I don't see anything. I was like, what do you mean? I I mean, he, he did have to, like, retire early. <laughs> and choose not to see. He did have to, like, retire early, but still, nah, it was funny. It was just funny. I don't Still, like, I personally, I genuinely don't understand why they even continued to run his car yes when he crashed i was like he's gonna retire like you know because he was moving so slowly he dropped so many places in that first lap because his car was like fucked right and then he came into the pit and then all they did was change the tires i'm like what's that gonna do like the tires weren't the problem i'm like they're really i called it i was like they're gonna retire the car and then i saw they didn't but i'm like they still are gonna retire the car. Like, ain't no way. Ain't no way this shit is running until like, the very what end. What was the point? I don't. This, so the same thing happened with McLaren <laughs> in like the first couple races where they fucking DNF'd. Um, no, they yeah. literally put they pitted Lando like seventeen freaking times. But like, why? I want to know mm-hmm. what is the rationale to doing this. Like, are we just harboring more data and like more data? For the data. More data is more data. But as women in STEM, we know that more data does not necessarily mean good things. But I don't know. I was I was a Carlos hater this weekend. I I am falling out of love with Carlos Sainz. I know. <laughs> it's not doing 
It's just not doing it for no. you. No, because honestly, it's not even the incident where I could see, like, it was a little bit, like, messy just in general yeah. because Oscar kind of started going, but then Carlos just kind of came in, right? And there wasn't necessarily any space for Oscar, but Carlos could have given him, a, like, a little bit more space. So it was, like, a little bit messy, right? But then you see the radios after, or, like, their interviews after, and Carl's like, yeah, you know, I think it was a mistake from Oscar to try to go for it. I'm like, mm, like you're the one who literally locked up and went across half the track, like, you know? Thank you. And then it just makes him look worse that he said that, because Oscar is like, yeah, like, my nose is there. There wasn't anything I could do. Like, I couldn't back out at that point. Like, very gracious, yes. right? So what's up with that? Carlos, like, why are you... I, I, I'm, I almost want to be like, Carlos, why are you fighting with a child? Why are you fighting with a child? We... It's like, it really sometimes is like, like, did you did you guys not see the same video? Like, do you guys not rewatch, like, rewatch the tape? Yeah. Like, the evidence is right there, Your Honor. Why are you lying to my face? Where's the accountability, babe? Stop gaslighting me, Carlos. <laughs> we all saw it happen listen i know we said that men with like big brown eyes whatever you say but like honestly it's getting kind of ridiculous <laughs> he's taking his privileges a little bit too seriously and he's taking his big brown eyes privileges too far it's, soon it's gonna be giving um car uh, soon soon it's gonna be giving george with his fucking eyes <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> they creep me out. I'm so sorry. Please, um, <laughs> so ridiculous. But can't please. No, we really can't. But on the other hand, on the other hand, the other side of the Ferrari garage. How do we feel about that, Michelle? Because he literally got pole, uh, which he only got because Max got a grid yeah. penalty. But you know, same thing, right? Same, same difference. difference. And my man got a podium for only the third time this season. Good for him. Honestly, I was watching it with my friend, and my friend recently got into F1, right? Kind of around, like, this year. And you can see that, like, she still has, like, the hope and, like, glimmer in her eyes. Like, whenever Charles, like, and Ferrari are doing well, she's she gets, like, excited, right? I don't get excited. I'm just, I'm past that point because I know something is, like, always going to go wrong. But they actually pulled it out, and I was very, very pleasantly surprised. They even got, like, the fastest pit stop of the race, which, hello, good for them. Yeah, it was... They needed that. They kind of... We needed this. We needed this. No, I... Oh, my God. I would love to watch Formula One through the lens of, like, a first-time Formula One watcher again. Because imagine... Even though that was literally just us last year... Last year was it? I, yeah, I guess so. But just like like the hope you have for like Ferrari, you know, the like you're like oh, mm-hmm. bright eye and bushy tailed, and then sweet summer child, literally. And then you hop on like like Formula One Twitter, and you're like oh no, oh no, we're all clowns here. Okay, <laughs> happy we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Charles fucking killed it. He deserved it. The man needs it. You can see. Have you seen the that meme of like um a first day of like first year of college versus like last day of college and it's like a completely different person? That's what <laughs> Charles is giving. Like Charles at the beginning of his Ferrari contract, he was so excited. He was like, We are gonna be world champion. Lando, we can be world champion, Lando. And then now and now he's like, We did okay. This was okay. 
No, my friend, she showed me a meme, Mm -hmm. right? Except the meme was just a screenshot of Drive Survive the moment when Charles said, I have the longest contract in the history of Ferrari. That was the entire meme. Like, there was no other comment or anything. Like, that was just the meme. And I was like, how... Like, it really is a picture says a thousand words. It encapsulates everything. It encapsulates the rise and the fall and his journey to Formula One. It's so sad. It's the highs and lows of being a Ferrari racing driver and Tifosi. So... This week was a high, at least. I think so. I think I think it was good. Maybe it bodes well for the second half of the season. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, okay, well, you know who's not going to be there for the second half of the fucking season? <laughs> Mr. Otmar Shonags. I don't know how you say his last name. He, Otmar. But he's, he's out. out. He's out. Goodbye. He literally left before the race even fucking started. Like, <laughs> they did the national anthem, and then he was like, I'm out. I was like, okay. Slay. Peace. Yeah. He, he started his summer break early. No, Alpine was doing, like, fatherless behavior all fucking weekend. It was so good. Speaking of fathers, can we talk about this fucking quote? Mr. Otmar, why did you say you can't get nine women pregnant and expect to have a baby in one month? Why would you say that? Okay, but also the way that we memorized it. I had to really read that shit, like, three times. No, because before we were recording, we were like, oh, yeah, like, obviously, like, Amar is out. Like, oh, my God, like, that, like, crazy-ass quote that he gave. We are like, oh, like, let's go find it, right? But then we realized, like, it was so out of pocket that it was completely ingrained in our minds. And we literally, like, recited it together. Because why would you say that? Like, I understand what you're trying to say. Like, I understand what you're trying to say. But also, what? Like, you couldn't have worded it a different way. You couldn't have been like, you know, the expectations, uh, the expectations that they had just, they did not provide enough time to meet the expectations. Like, you could have said that. You could have easily said that. But no, you said you can't get nine women pregnant and expect to have a baby in a month. And it's also like, how does this analogy serve your situation, right? Like, genuinely, who are the nine women in this scenario? Like, you are, you yourself are like not nine women, no, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, like, what? Like, the car? Because the car isn't the, good. The analogy doesn't even work. So, why would you even say it? It just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Whatever. He's out. <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is like weirdo behavior. It's- anyway, I don't feel no. bad. <laughs> And you know what? Why was he threatening to sue Oscar? Because Oscar was quite right. Oscar was quite right. <laughs> no, Oscar sensed that the vibes were off, and then he did. No, he said no. And he was correct for that. And, you know, we didn't know it at the time, no, but now we, we do. do. I respect it so much. Yeah, no. After this... Amart didn't pass the vibe check. No, after you sent me this poll quote, I was like, oh, I literally feel nothing. <laughs> this kid's fucking great. No, thank you. <laughs> absolutely does. Oh, my God. But the streets are saying that Mr. Mattia Benotto is coming back to F1 with Alpine, which is kind of a wild rumor, but I totally believe it. That would be absolutely insane. (gasps) Does Mattia Benotto know French? Does Mattia Benotto look good in any other color besides red? Like, I can only picture him in red. You know what I mean? 
feel like pink doesn't suit his complexion. Oh my god, but the hair? Mm, it'd be a bit of a sleigh. <laughs> oh my god, that is so crazy. I did not hear about that. Okay, sure. Why not? Why Why not? Let him have another chance. Yeah, I mean, he already, like, he works at Ferrari. And that's, like, I believe one of the most, like, high-stress jobs in Formula One. Mm-hmm. Because you get all the fucking heat. And also, Ferrari, it's giant. Like, as... As an institution, Ferrari is gigantic, and the fans yeah, yeah. are fucking cutthroat. So that's already high. That's very high pressure. So okay, he's got the resume. Let him have a chance. It could be like a reverse Danny Rick situation, right? Because Danny Rick was at Red Bull and he was amazing, and then he moved, and then he started flopping. Maybe it's gonna be the other way around. Oh wait, that'd be so cute. Never know. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay. It's his it's his comeback moment. His comeback era. <laughs> He's gonna debut in pink and blue. I love it. Oh my god, no, I, I'm so here for it. That's that's slay. Although, although, although I will never forget him. I will never forgive him for wagging his finger at Charles after that one fucking race. That was that was so rude. You're like, excuse me. He was he will always be a little bit on my shit list for that. No, and I totally respect that. Listen, I'm not a like Charles fan. Like I'm not like like I'm a Charles fan, but I'm not a Charles fan, you know? But the way that yeah, but the yeah. way that you are a Charles fan, I feel like I have to defend that man because I'm like, no, you are not talking about like you're not talking about Michelle's man like that. So so, no, I totally get no, it. No, you're not. I totally get it. I totally get it. I will go up to Matt for Charles any day. He's your man by association. No, literally, my proxy. Like, it's, it only makes fucking <laughs> sense. Oh, it's full delusional today, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of delusional. Yes. Can we talk about the Danny Rick hype train? I'm sorry. Like, why was everyone talking so much shit after, about Yuki after last week? Because, like, let's be fucking real. Like, mm, it was one week. And, like, it was just one week. It was just one week. Yuki points? Yuki points? Yuki Sonoda in the points? In the fucking shitty-ass car? That is so personal to me. Arguably the worst car. <laughs> Arguably the worst fucking car on the grid. I love I love when I'm watching the weekend warm-up. And they're like, yeah, Alphatari, the worst car on the grid. And I'm like, and my man Yuki's driving the shit Correct. out of that. So so good. So I don't. I honestly don't even remember where the fuck Danny landed up. <laughs> My bad. He did quite bad. Um, but that doesn't matter because he gives in the points, and that is all I care about. Drove the fuck out of that car. I just really hope people like. I mean, they're not going to stop. Uh, I'm not going to stop talking about Yugi, so they're not going to stop talking about Danny. Um, but like, I I love mm-hmm. both of them. I can't even fucking deny that. Um, but honestly, I, I want- do feel like Yugi is a relatively popular driver. Yes. Yes. And I think part of the reason, like, he just comes up across as, like, very likable. Yeah. Uh, you saw that interview that he gave, like, post-race. Uh, I think it was, like, the post-race show. Mm. And they were kind of talking about his overtake on Pierre. And then he was literally just complimenting Pierre. He's like, I wouldn't be, like, doing that if, like, I didn't have him, like, supporting me and, like, mentoring me. I'm like, bro, like... <laughs> You're gonna make me cry right now. Like that was so sweet. He is like, the people's princess. Yuki Sonoda is the people's princess. <laughs> he fucking is. He fucking I is. I love it. I love it. When Danny left, Yuki <laughs> took that spot, and now Danny's trying to take it back, and it's not happening. 
It's not <laughs> happening. Leave my man alone. Like, get him a better fucking car. And let him fucking cook. Like, let him cook. In more than one way. For real. In more than one way. Um, um, Danny Rick is in his Camilla era. <gasps> Camilla, whatever her title is. Wife of Prince Charles. No, that's kind of a sleigh. I kind of, I know exactly what you're getting at. <laughs> fucking spill that shit ah! it's giving the it's crown it's giving the fucking crown and i'm so sorry uh for if any if any danny fans listen to this episode i'm like i fucking hate danny no i love danny i just think his merch is too fucking expensive okay <laughs> have a bone to pick i know merch. we can't be doing all that also why did he drop so many hoodies and sweatpants during summer Where's the Enchante bikini? Oh, that is a sleigh. Where's the Enchante one piece? That's a sleigh. That's a sleigh. Where is the Enchante swim trunks? We're so close yet so far. Danny, mm, I I love his merch. I think, I really truly think the aesthetic of his merch is absolutely Gorgina. It is beautiful. It's very good. I love the aesthetic. So good. The cafe line, amazing. I loved it. I'm just like tired of like the same pieces. Like I understand it's yeah. sweatpants, hoodie, t-shirts, terry fabric, something or other, a plate and a seventeen dollar, mm-hmm. um, seventeen dollar bracelet, and like some kind of like tote, adjacent or ish. But I'm not paying like a hundred seventy dollars for a fucking towel, Danny. I'm not paying that money for a fucking towel. Mm-mm. And I get it for most people's merch because. They will go for, like, the most basic design because that's just, like, whatever is, like, the easiest to do. But I feel like Danny Rick, his merch, he invests so much into it. There is so much that goes into, like, the advertising. They got fucking Kristen Bell on it, you know, and all, like, the modeling. And they come out with so many different designs. I just feel like they could switch it up with, like, the silhouette. Honestly, I really like the, like, the resort, like, two-piece set that mm -hmm. I had going on. But I wanted more of yeah. that. I actually really like Lewis's merch. I like Lewis's merch a lot. It yes. is very much, it's giving street style, but just the way that it's like, I mean, it's also like fucking impossible to get. Like if you try shopping for it online, it is fucking impossible. Like you need to be like on the computer. You need to get the fucking email, the code. Like it's, 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 it's <laughs> I'm jumping through hoops. Um, I also do not think I could pull it off in the slightest. Because you need to be certain level no. of cool, and I'm not. <laughs> okay. Well, at least you don't have to be tall. That's true. Yeah, there, there was a shirt. I mean, he like he, he like he wears his own merch, and he also wears it so fucking cool. But he doesn't need to really do that much advertising. Yeah. But then again, it's fucking Lewis Hamilton. So like, what? <laughs> the advertising is that. Need I say more? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, the shirt with like little Lewis when he was like younger with glasses on. So so cute. It also looks so cute. Legendary. So cool. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, so I this week I did want to talk about Pierre. I have a comment or two to say about Pierre. Um Okay, let's so, go. Pierre did what I think was the absolute sweetest fucking thing. He does this every single year, but he takes a bouquet of flowers to um the Belgium GP as a way to commemorate the passing of his very close friend. Antoine Hubert. And this year he hosted a little track run. And that was absolutely adorable. I loved it. It was raining and Pierre still showed up and like a bunch of people showed up. I thought it was so sweet. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Pierre... I think that is super, super sweet. Yeah. That he wants to, like, celebrate his, like, friend's memory. Yeah. And is, like, very dedicated to putting that out into the world, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's very, like... He's very open about it, and he he speaks about him a lot, and it's just it's so sweet. Uh, whenever so Pierre did up did end up winning um third place in the sprint, and this man was celebrating yeah. like if he just won world champion, like it was the sweetest thing. And he was like, he's like, I know it's a sprint, whatever. He's like, this is like, he's like I literally dedicated to Antoine, and I was like. It's just, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. And people were like... It is. People were like flaming him on fucking, um, on Twitter. And they were like, like, you know that meme where they were like, oh, like third place. And the guy's like spraying champagne and like over celebrating for being third. I was like, listen, yes, but also it's sweet. Like it... Not this weekend, you know? Like you can't be doing that this weekend. Yeah. Like let Pierre have this win. Um, it was points for the team. And he was happy about it. He said he raced for Antoine. That's all I care about. That's all I have to say. I loved it. What else happened this week? I feel like some of the, the biggest track drama was between Max and GP. <laughs> yes, that was The girls were fighting a little bit. I thought it was hella funny. They argue like a married couple. I fucking love it. It's one of those things where I think they have, like, great communication, but at the same time, both their personalities, I feel like, are kind of, like, sarcastic, mm-hmm. and it's, like, ever so slightly, like, shady. Yeah. It was it was so much fun. They were, like, it was, like, actually a lot, this race. In the last couple races, we've been picking up on it a little bit more, but this race, mm-hmm. he was on, <laughs> next to the odd one. Oh, absolutely. This man... Honestly, they had me for a second there because I thought this man was gonna be out in Q2. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was looking at the timings. I was like, no way. A girl can only wish. He placed like 10th in Q2, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But when you actually look at the timings, I think he was eight tenths of a second ahead of the next person who I think was Yuki. So I was like, oh, super close. But at the same time, oh, like not that much yeah you know max is they had me they had me but then he qualified fastest so of course so of, of course. course of course what, what do we fucking expect max is <laughs> he's he broke i mean he broke records this week like actually broke records this week and he's just inevitable that's all i have to say about max he's just fucking inevitable like i what else what more do you want it's just max oh my god speaking of breaking records this was red bull's 13th win in a row right okay so I have, I have something to say about this. Crofty, when Max won, he said that was like 12 wins in a row. Mm-hmm. But it was 13. And then both me and my friend, we were watching it together. We were like, it is definitely 13. Because last week they were celebrating so hard about 12. Yes. Like it was such like a massive deal. Yes. It was like, oh, the way that we know more than Crofty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Watch me be wrong about this, but... <laughs> cares if you you can literally keep this in if you are wrong then i am wrong too (laughs) um it was just listen it's just max is collecting record after record after record and it'll be it'll be 13 when we come back from break what what more do you want truly but it'll be 11 trophies because they fucking broke another one broke another one i couldn't believe it when i saw it i was like no way it's just it's i think it's i honestly think this one was just fucking hilarious. Like, they were celebrating. It was, like, the team photo. <laughs> and then it knocked over the trophy. And then Max goes, oh, no. Again? <laughs> it's 
It's broken again. It's broken. <laughs> and then you just it. see Helmut Marco in the background protecting the other two trophies with his fucking life. Like he was laying his life on the line to protect these trophies. But hey, I mean, at least Helmut Marco didn't fucking go after Checo this time. Somebody else went after Checo this time. Mm. Lewis Hamilton flaming <laughs> Checo. I mean, so honestly, so I saw the race podium standings before I actually watched the race because I watched it on replay. And then obviously Max started sixth and then Checo started second. And then you see Max Verstappen finish ahead of Checo by like 21 or 22 seconds. Like how did that happen? Like, isn't that embarrassing? It's like a little bit bit embarrassing. Yeah. How is is he going to start in six and then finish over 20 seconds ahead of you in the same car? And I mean, Lewis Hamilton very clearly had something to say about that. So Lewis is basically saying if he had, if he was in the Red Bull, like things would be different. Like life would not be the same for Max just happened right now. And I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I almost feel like he's not even trying to insult Checo, to be honest. I think he's just saying like, if I was in a car, which was that good, good mm-hmm. then we would, you know, he would have issues, yes, right? Yes, but <laughs> And, like, in the interview... He's not meaning to insult Checo, but he really is insulting Checo. <laughs> in the interview, you can see him, like, kind of, like, giggle and, like, process what he's saying. And I was like, what? Like, King, I understand you, but also, Checo is catching strays from everywhere. <laughs> Literally can't let It's so fucking funny, but also, like, deserving. Like, hello? Get your shit together. Oh, my God, it's so embarrassing. I think he is starting to because he actually did good this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> he better. He's literally held by the throat by fucking Marco. He had no option but to. He's coming out of the flop. Yeah. Um. All right. Driver of the day. Driver of the day. Has to be Max just happened Max because he kind of He kind of ate. <laughs> he kind of ate. <laughs> um, overtake of the day. Don't have one. What was it overtaking? Max overtaking everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Alex Albon actually had a couple good ones. Oh, oh my god, Lily. So let's give it up for him. Lily looked amazing on the grid this weekend. She looked so fucking cool. I loved her fit. The parking with the little stuffed bear. Oh, I love it. She's so cute. Yeah. I am obsessed. Okay, radio of the day. Uh, GP to Max talking about <laughs> you like destroyed the tire on the outlet. That wasn't very smart of you. Like, <laughs> And then he goes, how can you say that? Do you want me to pit so we can have some more practice? And he's like, not at this time, Max. It was so funny. (laughs) You were just so done with each other at that point. So good. Um, I feel like they were hangry, you know? like Yeah. They were like, let's get this race over with so we can go hang out and eat because we know who's going to win anyways. Um, my radio of the day is not even really a radio of the fucking day. It's like a clip, a soundbite from the day. And it is the one and only Oscar Piastri. So Oscar Piastri was asked um, how he managed to be 1.7 seconds faster than the seven time world champion, Lewis, obviously, um, in the middle sector alone. And then he just kind of said, well, you know, I I drove James Hunt's car last weekend. So big balls. Love that. (laughs) <laughs> he's a fucking child <laughs> i think it's so funny he's i'm so here for like this deadpan aussie humor so good <laughs> special place in my heart did you ever did you watch rush no 
It's good. Yeah, you gotta watch okay. it. Okay, okay, on the to-do list. It's James Hunt and Nikki Lauda. Oh, and oh, wait. Yes, I think I have watched it. I think my dad made me watch it. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. No, I think my dad made me watch it when I was, like, in, like, high school high school or college. One of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, Dad, this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I watched part of it a long time ago, and then I, like, watched it for real oh, like yeah. a couple months ago and i was like this is this is a quality movie yeah i know i mean back in the day i was like this is so fucking boring watching but then like i ended up crying you know because it's like dramatic as fuck but yeah. yeah all right so next week this week we have no fucking race so we have summer break the girls are going to be bringing you shenanigans mm-hmm. last season of racing recap we had an entire fucking schedule for you but michelle do you know what this means what does this mean? We need to update our Taylor Swift's Formula One driver playlist for 2023. <laughs> okay, let's do it. What better time? What better it's time? August. We're, we're going to go watch Taylor Swift. Oh my God, I'm so excited for the concert. Um, yes. yes. I It actually feels like it's happening now. Yeah. Because I think I saw like all the posts about friends who went to the Santa Clara show. Mm-hmm like whoa like it's happening it's literally in one week yeah i'm getting really really hyped for it yes so we're gonna go to the show and then we're going to update our taylor swift's formula one soundtrack (laughs) and we will necessary yes and then um the rest of the the rest of the spring summer break whatever vibes that's what you're getting vibes (laughs) (laughs) just vibes yeah it'll be good hopefully the drivers have some hot gossip some hot content and some spicy wild content Ooh. is definitely on the horizon I for think us, so. especially Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk about that next time. Awesome. So, Michelle, where can people find us? People can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you enjoy listening to us, run our mouths. Please give us a five-star rating. And you can follow us on social media on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. Awesome. We will see you next week, or you will hear for us next week with a nice little Taylor Swift update, I think. Bye. Bye.